So you feel, um, you know, the the push against your back as you're throwing your back into the door. As every, you know, Sai turns into a polar bear and is and Zeph is readying her shot, and Una is protecting the child in the closet who's been silenced. Thankfully, I'm imagining like my my feet don't have a ton of traction, so like scrabbling against the floor is not very helpful. You are, and, and the, you know, like it's sort of like a, a back and forth tug of war. And Coos, you are um, sort of perched at below the windowsill, like, waiting for the first creature to come through, and there's a, a sudden, like, a hush falls over the crowd, and risking a peek up, you look over, and emerging from this crowd of wolves and um, foxes and carrion birds and other awakened critters that have been sent to, to ravage the town of Lonelywood, um, steps the bipedal hybrid form of a werewolf as it emerges from the crowd and everybody gets out of the way and it starts approaching the door and you know you two can make a silent eye contact if you want but you you can feel this hush and this uh, uncomfortable feeling as the door is going to be slammed into you at any moment um we might as well all just roll initiative yes i want to fight this fucker Oh, I do. I really do want to fight that world so bad. All right. Um, 20 plus. 20. 20 for Coos. Uh, that's that one. I got it. Hold on. Uh, you have NPCs to help you. They rolled shit. <laughs> Reject them from the party. Yeah, just, just kick them out now. Oh, that's a good one, though. Uh, really All right, 15 to 20. I got a 17. 16. Shall I take a ready action shot now? Uh, no, because we're still sorting out initiative. Okay. Um, 10 to 15? 11. 11 for McCarty the body. 5 to 10? 9. 9! <laughs> this tastes way more sugary than it actually is. There's almost no sugar in this. Yeah, no, truly have no sugar. Well, there is sugar. I mean, there's but stevia, probably. There's, yeah. there's a gram of real sugar in it. Yeah. It's uh, made with fruit juice. They juice that truly. Truly, it's juice. Yep, in this case, it really actually has lime, watermelon, and cucumber juices. No shit. Very cool. Yeah, and there is stevia in it, but like it's almost at the end of the list. That's why I like the Trulies, because like they actually taste like the fruit that they're supposed to be. Yeah. It's mostly citric acid, which is like fine. That's healthy yeah. to drink, so it's fine. Yeah, All right. It doesn't kill you, it just gives you that margarita flavor. Yeah, yeah I'm impressed. All right. Um, with a uh, sudden shove that your strength just has no shot in hell. I'm wiry. Of, yeah. Um, you're shoved five feet away from the door as the door slams open behind you. You take no damage. You just move five feet. Um, I take damage personally. <laughs> emotional <laughs> damage. My head and, well done. And this um, this hulking werewolf form stands in the doorway and triggers Evelyn's ready to action. Pew! I take a magical shot. <laughs> <laughs> 18 to hit. Uh, hold on. Uh, that will hit, but I need combat music. Yes, you do. Don't be like a bitch. Not that combat music. Good combat music. Here, you know, I know you like this one. I actually know how to play that on the flute from my brief time in band. Play it on the uh, that hits. Do damage. Will this be a sneak attack? Um. didn't see me. Up to you. Yeah, I'm going to say no, because right? he knows. Yeah, no. yeah, he was in there. Alright, so just a mere um, uh, Yeah, just just five damage. Five damage, and that was with your bow? Yeah. Alright. The plus one arrow. I like how you immediately went to the song that is the notable favorite of mine from your combat playlist. Thank you. It's also at the top of the list, so it's easy to do. Yeah. Um alright, five points of damage is the arrow. Uh, um is it it was a magical arrow or no? I shot a plus one arrow, yeah. Plus one arrow? Alright. Um the arrow sinks into the werewolf's chest and he howls in pain. As far as Ev's concerned, uh we're at the level where otherworldly things are going to come at us. Yeah, and this is one of those things. It howls in pain, um, and seeing all of you... Um, ooh, yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, it it uh, <coughs> howls to its packmates and, and enters the building. Um, Oye Mantaruk uh, hates this thing, like, really bad. Um, he, only has, he only has 15 feet of movement, but fuck this thing. He hits it with a warhammer, but misses. Um, uh, but he's in base to base. Was he using a smite? Uh, yes. He was going to smite this thing. He doesn't have disadvantage? Does not have disadvantage. Now is the time to use the inspiration. Get All it. right. Get it, girl. 
That'll hit. Yes! Uh, let's see. Fuck those hit points. I want this guy to do cool <laughs> shit. Uh, five points of mundane damage. And a big boy's bite brings it to 28 points of damage. That was a good use of my fucking inspiration. Yes, I'm very happy. Yeah, Oye Mantaruk maybe feeling a little bit of shame from having to turn away from the test of endurance, um, is volunteering to tank this werewolf and walks up with his magical warhammer and tries to banish this demon from whence it came. Yes. Zevelin, it is your turn proper. Okay, I will order the... Did I get uh, skipped? No, I'm sorry, you did. Kusbalad, it's your turn. Then uh, Zevelin will be your turn proper. Fabulous. Uh, the one thing I was looking up, and now that I asked I've been skipped, I'm embarrassed that I have to keep looking it up. It's not in this That's book. okay, I'll skip you again. I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> I'm not even going to cast a spell. I'm just going to get in there and hit it with a fucking spoon. All right. Um, Niantai first. Bonus action, Niantai charges. Bang. Uh, 15? Uh, no. All right. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. 15 will hit. Oh, ho, ho. La Croissant. Uh, goat damage. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that's going to be 17 points of magic goat damage. 17 points of magic. That's a big magic goat. That's a fucking huge magic goat hit. Uh, and then a DC 15 saving throw strength based. Okay. <clears throat> I assume he'll make it, but it's worth a shot. You never know. See if he gets anything. Uh, that's gonna succeed. That's gonna be a 17. Yeah, I figured. Okay. And then double spoon whaps. Alright. Whap, 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 whap. Oh, two to one. I feel so bad. Um, but I kind of want to, like, hip check Mentaruk. Like, I'll take the abuse. You keep hitting him with smites. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got a job to do. Alright. Um, communicated. Is That's all for you? That is all for me. Alright. Um, you got skipped, so that's Oya's turn. Now it's Zev's turn proper, and then Sai. Sweet. Uh, I'm actually going to have the... Seeing as how this thing is probably... Well, okay, I'm going to have an attack first. It's going to be uh, 14 to hit. Uh, no, 14 will not hit. Okay. Attack again. Uh, how about a how about a 26? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that makes Go it. Go figure. <laughs> Alright, so that is going to be... Four, that's going to be eight non-magical damage. Uh, eight non-magical. Alright, got it. Uh, and then I'll get in there, drop the bow, charge in with the uh, with my knife, and attack. I miss. Okay. And I bonus action, a cunning action, to get out of there. All right, very good. Uh, that is all for Zevit's side. Then it is Makati. Uh, yeah, this is definitely the F7 remake. <laughs> Twenty-one for the bite. And well, seven probably doesn't hit. So twenty-one for the bite. Twenty-one hits. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, ten points of damage. All right. Is it? It's not magical though. Correct. All right. Hmm. I guess he takes it. Ten wow. points of damage. Yeah. No resistance. Get fucked, werewolf. Well, werewolves are usually immune to non-magical. I'm. I'm yeah. I'm trying to find it, but it may be part of the trial. He's just not. Maybe. I'm going to say that must be it, because they didn't include it on the stat block. And I'm not going off the book that much. Okay, so. cool. There you go. Good to know. Uh, knowing that, I mean, you already used your magic arrow, but I will allow you to retcon if that's a big deal to you. No, I, I, she was expecting something that was, like, demonic or godsent or something like that. All right, very good. Uh, then it is Bacati, and then it is Una. I can just try to recover the arrow effort. That's true. Oh! oh. Uh, that's going to be a non-natural 20s range spell attack. That is. Uh, and that's going to be eight points of fire damage as I just yeet a firebolt right into this dude's face. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it hits him full, full bore right in the I imagine ball. like he like, like the door kicks back and I kind of like reactively like almost like scoop back and like throw some fire at him. I, I had the mental image of you like on your back, like on the floor, scooting backwards on the boards, trying to cast the spell or yeah. pushing distance between the two. Like, I, I, I really thought it was going to be like, like the shortstop throwing out the runner at first, just like the diving across the chest. <laughs> <throw>. <laughs> That's it. Um, is that all for you? That is all I... Have All right, right it's now. it's a valuable contribution. I'm saving my real like cantrips because I'm saving my real spells because we're not done yet. Roger that. Um, it is Una. Then it is uh, uh, Belin. How far into the room is the werewolf? It's barely made it through the door, and okay. then you guys like through just like through <laughs> a fucking bunch of monsters. It <laughs> 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 was expecting one small child in a closet. It got a full grown group of adventures. 
Cool. And murder that's how hobos. it usually goes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch your murder hobos. That's why you don't like break and enter in D&D. Yeah, really. Get your ass fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what, are there dolphins in there? <laughs> yeah. Were you paying attention to the first hour, Brian? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I wrote it. Alright, um, yeah, I am gonna blow a spell slot, and Ooh. I cast Dissonant Whispers on this fucking thing. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, that's a saving throw on my part, right? Yes, it is. Okay. It is what wisdom. Flavor, oh, wisdom. Oh, he rolled a nat 20, I'm sorry. Fucking A. What a dildo, he's just damage. Takes half as much damage still, and doesn't have to move away. Okay, alright. Uh, and so roll your damage. Yes. Just roll it all. 1d6. No, I'm just seeing how many d6 I need. God, this is so weird, but I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> these are uh, these are not bad. Yeah, the mango chili one's interesting because it's got a little heat to it. Can I try this up. Yeah. Wait, three, I hate mango, but I like chili. For it's very mango front. I'm not sure if you're gonna like it. Maybe I want to try one. So it's seventy-six half. Yeah, the mango's okay. definitely there. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there's a little heat. Like it's like way at the end. Yeah. yeah. Like way in the back of the throat. It's interesting. Yeah. If it was anything other than mango, I think it'd be into that. Yeah. So that is 11, 12, 13. I like it. Yeah, good, right? Can uh, you feel the ooh. heat at the end? Yeah. yeah. 12, 16, so that's 29 halved. So 14. 14, yeah. 14. That's still a fuck of psychic damage. damage. A shit ton of damage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, if that had hit him full bore, he might be dead. And that is one half of a short rest load of ammunition, so yeah. it's not yeah. bad. Um, this, guy, <laughs> this guy might be one and done. Um... We're pretty badass now. Well, and you have a f- you have a full party plus. So yeah. You didn't even use the monster on him. Um, no. The monster. The Your monster. shield guardian. Shield guardian. Oh well, yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. All right. It didn't. It didn't do much, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Did eight damage. Yeah. Every little bit counts. Better than zero. Damage. It is a lot better than zero damage. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I get. I. Forgot that my spells are level four, not level three. So there's actually one more. Oh, go ahead, keep going, keep going, yeah. Uh, so it was uh, twenty nine. It goes to thirty two. Sixteen 16 points. Sixteen points. All right, so I add two more. All right, got it. Oop, pencil broke. Okay, while you were gone, we were discussing the truly brought, and I think everybody's actually really happy with them. This is yeah. a really good pick. Yeah, they were good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah this, is a table, this is like the first time anybody's the whole table's enjoyed the thing you brought. I think. Fuck yeah! All right, I will bring these more. Yeah, these are yeah, I will drink these more. Hell yeah. You gain a level. In real <laughs> life, not in the game. Yeah. Level up, Kate. Never in game. Uh, let's see. That's a f- 15 on one's part. Is that going to hit? That'll hit it. You guys might just fucking nuke this thing. Good. It's, okay. You know. It feels good in a video game. feels good. Yeah, I was going to say, like, sometimes you want to fight to be like that. Yeah. And also, like, it is a werewolf going after a small child that's trapped. Trapped in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> like, it feels good to... Like just no, in the closet. curb stomp, very bad guys. Part of becoming a powerful deity adventurer is the sensation of obliterating a challenging foe. That's true. Um, so uh, Valin hits it with a chill touch and does um, ten points of damage to it. Um, it's still kicking. Uh, Asterix, does anybody need healing? No, we're actually pretty good. <laughs> Unless you hit me while I was upstairs. I did not. Great. Uh, this thing hasn't had a chance to go yet. It's at the end of your initiative. <laughs> 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 it's it's like six seconds. You've been rolling ass for our NPCs today. I have. Um, and unfortunately, Asterix relies on her old wizard skills and tries to launch a firebolt at this thing, but misses. Um, <laughs> which like, means it's going to... Is there to, a Mr. Firebolt? <laughs> um, it's going to go uh, all sorts of bananas on the uh, the bear that tried to kill what? it. Well, yeah, it's a fucking bear. God damn it. Um, no. Not, not only a mantra, uh, Dave. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Like, it's okay if Dave dies, but if Oye Mantruk dies, I quit. Well, if, <laughs> if Polar Bear Dave dies, no harm, no foul. He doesn't take any damage. <laughs> Actually, he's going to go after Oye Mantruk. Oye Mantruk is. Stop! Has Oye Mantruk taken damage? I don't think he has. No. He hasn't. Yeah. Um, my, my bid for my action was to try to take heat off of him, so mm. if he wants to go after somebody, I hope he goes after me, but. Is anybody who's currently in base to base with him at less than full hit points? Me. You are. Alright, he smells the blood oh, on you, really? he's going to go after you. Come after me, bastard. Right. So you need healing. Uh, I don't need healing yet, but I will in a minute. <laughs> Alright, he has advantage on melee attack rolls against any creature that does not have all of its hit points. Yep, I'm going to get all of this heat. Uh, so the first will be a 15 to hit? Ah, yeah, uh, 16 to hit, I'm sorry. Still miss her. All Just right. level one with a heat. Uh, that's less. Oh my god. This guy himself. 
Uh, 19. That'll get me. All right. Barely. Yeah, he does shit for damage. Um, 1d4 plus 13. Six plus thirteen, nineteen points of damage. Okay. Um, but that is his whole turn, and he can't enter any further into the room because it's being occupied by an Oyamantaruk and a polar bear. Um, so, as of right now, you're preserving the fuck out of this test. Background uh, ass are real. Back around to the top of the initiative order. <coughs> it is Kuspulad. Uh, all right. As a bonus action, second level spell slot, I cast uh, Spirit of Healing on myself. Okay. Uh, the Spirit of Healing appears in my space and heals me for five points of damage. Hello, nurse. <laughs> it's Niantai. He just headbutts you in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny you mention Niantai. Uh, I take my attack action. I replace my first attack with Niantai headbutting the werewolf in the junk. Right, as one does. Get in there, dude. Uh, 21 to hit. That hits. <laughs> uh, for 13 points of magic goat damage. Do you want to describe how Niantai <laughs> kills a werewolf? Yeah. yeah! He, he, uh, the werewolf is like super preoccupied with the bear and the werebear in me, and Niantai comes out from behind him and literally puts the horns up underneath his crotch. And like pulls his feet up off the ground with the headbutt and drops him onto the boards and then just starts ramming him into the tailbone until the legs stop moving and he's paralyzed. Nice, amazing. <clears throat> um, as the uh, the werewolf crumbles into nothingness, um, the um, the scene begins to slowly freeze as as it has in the previous tests, and you hear the familiar feminine voice um, enter your consciousness and. It says, um, waste is the enemy of perseverance or preservation. That which you hold sacred and that which sustains you must be preserved and kept and held dear. Um, and with that, the, um, the door opens and the, uh, the small child on the other side, a little boy looks at you. And just as you are being pulled away through the ether back to Grim Scala, mouse is silent. Thank you. And you apparate back. Um, I take the teachings to heart and maintain concentration and healing spirit until I'm not fucked up anymore. All right. There you go. Yeah. I get four more rounds out of it. So I get four D6 worth of healing before it goes away. Nine plus another six is 15. Uh, that's good shit. That was a good spell slot. <laughs> All right. Three quarters done with the tests and... Isolation. Una wants isolation. Real, real bad. I I'm actually, I'm excited about isolation. Like two seconds after we get yeah, back, like the three of us are super excited. About, I don't know about you two guys. You two might. I'm very excited about isolation too. Isolation sounds like fun. Electric Boogaloo. Isolation too. This is a cool series. I like this. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. Just as your as your vision clouds over, um, you're accustomed to this darkness and snow flurry effect that clouds your vision as you change from one view to another. Except this time, the snow flurries and the darkness recede just a little. And somewhere in front of you, you can hear a strangely familiar voice, uh, a male voice, a little brusque, calling out to you um, as you find yourself wandering in the tundra in the middle of the night um, unable to see more than a few feet in front of your face as this blizzard is obscuring your vision um, obviously you have your blind sight and whatnot but uh, for the most part you are um, outside and wandering through the, the blizzard unable to find this other person calling out to you can we see each other you can see each other okay. you can see anything within I'd say 10 feet of you but anything outside of 10 feet is going to be heavily obscured and we can hear a male voice calling for help? Yes. Calling out to anyone. Is anyone out there? Please. Let's join hands, Zev says through the cold. I grab your hand, because that makes sense if we're all going to lose each other in the snow. Yeah. I, uh, I will drop the skins over the front of my goggles, and I will not take hands. This is a test of isolation, and I wander away. Ooh. Bold. All right. You said the male voice is a familiar. It is familiar. What would it, what would it take to remember? Is it? History check. I'd give you a history check. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Oh shit. Disadvantage. That's actually not horrible. Better roll double 17. So I got a 16. 13? 13. 24. 24. 
Big money, big money. That is a 14. 14. Dave, you wrong? Eight. Eight. All right. Um, so, actually, this may make sense thematically. Makati, you weren't there for this. It would have been Pavu. Um, after you left East Haven, you left under somewhat questionable circumstances because um, Captain Scath showed up with a Zentarum and you felt like they might be there for you or to steal from you. Um, on the road from East Haven back to Bryn Shander, you encountered a group of travelers that were parked at a, a crossroads. Uh, by name, it was uh, Grith, the, the half-orc um, uh, caravan men, and his two charges, um, Kinsley and Chavre, the ha- uh, half-elf twins, who were um, seeking to flee to the coast to try and uh, escape Icewind Dale. They had a friend who knew how they could get a boat out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you recognize this voice is, it's definitely Greth. The, the, he, he was very, um, boisterous. He, he, he told a good story about how he escaped from the orcs as a child. And, and it doesn't take you too long to identify this voice for all of you that, that succeeded on the roll. Um, that that's who this person is. And he's somewhere near enough that you can hear him over the howling wind and swirling snow of this blizzard. Greth was his name? Greth. Yeah. yeah. I'll call out. Greth! Hello? Who's out there? Um, Zev- I'll just call out, Zevian! Zevian? Coming in your direction. Alright, I'm coming to you! Be careful, the, the snow is a way of separating us. Looks around for Coos. You don't say. <laughs> um, Una, the, I think the last time she did this was actually in the... After East Haven, she will pull out her harp. Oh, okay. Uh, and she starts just sort of almost half remembered, like she's out of practice mm-hmm. because it's been a long time since she's played anything. But she starts playing the song that she was playing at the camp. Gotcha. Um. All right, then. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm tempted to give you inspiration for that. You know what? Fuck it. Take inspiration for that, because that's pretty cool. I like that's that a cool use that shit. Cool. Yeah. Um, and everybody just give me a group perception roll to try and help reunite yourself with Griff. Uh, you can exclude yourself if you want. You want to isolate yourself. So, so I actually, one of the things I wanted to do... You pass. I was under the impression that the trial might try to befuddle us mm-hmm. by being insincere about what it's doing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to use survival to look for tracks to see if Griff is calling to us and leaving. Okay, you can do that if you want. Um, so make a survival roll instead of contributing to the group reception roll, then. I'll give you advantage. Oh. Never mind. Uh, okay, so I guess that negates my disadvantage. Yes. Yes. Oh, right, I'm exhausted. I didn't roll two dice. All right, uh, you said it was perception? Yes. Okay. Hey, not bad. What'd you get? 14. 14? Good playing, keep it up. What'd you get? Three. Three. What did you get? Twelve. Twelve. Six total, but still three. All right. Um, Thankfully, with your NPCs helping out, the group pass. The group check passes. Um, You are able to reunite with Griff. And upon reuniting with him, Griff says, uh, I have Kinsley and and Chavre over here. We got caught in this blizzard. We can't find the coast. And we lost the road. And our our sled dogs have perished. And we're in a bad way. And we're very grateful to see friends. Please stay with us. Coos, what did you get? Uh, A natural one because of exhaustion. (sighs) Coos, you're looking for tracks in the snow. And before you realize what's happened, you've lost even the sound of the dulcet tones of the harp string string over the blizzard. Um, But what you do find is shelter from the storm. Uh, You find the mouth of a cave. Um, This worked out really well for the last part, remember, did it? Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Um, So what are you all doing with Griff? We have to huddle together for warmth. Fucking terrible out here. Bring it in, man. <laughs> and of course, detect magic and all that stuff. Make mm-hmm. sure that everything's on the up and up. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get no no magic out here. It's it's literally just 
cold and dead. Um, yeah, Una will pull her, uh, she's actually, I don't think, ever worn it. She pulls her light-up dress oh, yeah. out of her bag and, like, have, the half-elf twins, are they, like, actual adults? Are they in their mid-teens? Do they look they like... They are adults. Okay. Um, you know, elves be scrawny and all. Uh, so she just kind of takes her dress and sort of wraps it, like, she shakes it out so it lights up, mm-hmm. so it's actually providing light, and she sort of wraps it around both of their shoulders. Gotcha. Um, I'll contribute with dancing lights as well, make sure okay. I can see better. Alright. Um, Griff says, uh, I'm afraid to wander too farther, too much farther away from each other, yet lest we lose each other in the storm, we've already lost so many, um... Perhaps we just stay here and wait it out? That would be the safest thing to do. Um, our noise and our lights can give Koos something to find if he tries to think ever comes back. Koos, uh, you found the mouth of this cave. What are you doing? I am checking for the spot where the wind is broken by the walls of the cave. Okay. And I'm setting a fire. All right. Uh, immediately inside, you, you do find uh, that the, the wind seems to be blowing across... The mouth of this cave, it's actually making an eerie sound like when you blow across the top of a beer bottle and it makes that deep hollow sound. Um, and you get that like constantly droning sound in this in this cave as the storm goes by. But you're able to get a, a nice fire lit. Um, Alright. Um, as you settle in to hunker down to wait out the storm, the omnipresent darkness and isolation begins to weigh on your consciousness. And everybody needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Including the NPCs and including your party members that are NPCs. Which I will handle. Me too. Uh, you... I'm going to exclude you from this if you're okay with that. Alright. Incredible. Did you Five. just roll one foot? No. Oh, it was like Three. 22. Uh, <laughs> 18. 18. 21. 21. Alright. in. Um, alright the storm rages on you feel as though you're keeping a tight circle huddling around each other trying to maintain warmth Um, and it is with a great surprise that um, when you go around to do a quick head count you are one head short and Makati is no longer in the group to be found um, Makati will come back to you. Great. Maybe or maybe not. I mean, we don't know. Makati's probably hey, you dead. Know we should I've move got on. like yeah. five other characters. This <laughs> is character right now. Is this two characters using your Ison? Yeah. That'd be a record. <laughs> um, kind of. For this campaign. For this campaign, it would be. Uh, for me. Coos, as you um, sit around your fire, uh, enduring the isolation that is being imposed upon you and that you have chosen to impose upon yourself. Um, You hear this droning of the the wind blowing through the mouth of the cave, but every so often when the wind dies down just a bit deeper from within the cave, you can hear whispering voices somewhere in the back. Um, Mm. You you have your dark vision, you have torches you could light, but... The, the cave seems to descend into these labyrinthine corridors, and you're comfortable, not comfortable getting that far into it at first, but you can hear voices coming from the back of it somewhere. Do you want to do anything with that? Um, for flavor purposes, I want to say that, like, Nyantai comes, I, like, approaches the, the mouth of the cave, mm. and I tell him to be gone. I drive him out into the storm. He um, kind of hops around the snow, and he goes, what are you talking about, boss? Get out. Okay. You mad at me? You are being tested, as am I. Be gone. Okay, boss. And he wanders into the snow. And I kick some snow over the campfire. Alright. And I descend into the caves. Okay. Uh, we'll come back to you. Uh, the storm continues to rage on. Another round of wisdom saving throws, please. Not from you. You got double thumbs up? You rolled a die that was higher than eight. What'd you get? Fifteen. Fifteen, all right. Eighteen. Eighteen? It's not good for me. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Deuces. Hey, come hang out with me. 
You're a druid of butt wisdom? Uh, oh, it'd be... I mean, still not good. It'd be eight. Okay. That's way better than two. Alright. Um... The snow continues to intensify and the wind continues to blow. Um, and as you go around to take another head count to make sure everybody's there, um, you find that Psy is now missing. Um, Asterix is gone. Um, Kinsley, who had his arms around Chavre, realizes his arms are now empty and begins to panic. And begins screaming for his sister and tries to wander out into the snow. And it's only a last minute lunge by Griff to grab him around the ankle and keep him from wandering into the snow after his missing sister. Um, I'll try to calm him down too. Coos, as you make your way deeper into the caves, you can hear these voices whispering in a language that you can't quite parse. Um, mostly it's broken syllables and echoes um, mixed with the howling of the snow and... You know the ever, the ever present rock sounds of a, of a cave, um, and as you pick lefts and rights and make your way through the cave, you might feel that this cave feels a bit familiar. You can roll a history check to see if you get it. Passed a real life history check, but that's an eighteen. Eighteen. You're at disadvantage. Mm, that's a seven. <laughs> nope, this is a brand new cave. We've never seen this cave before in your life. You've Pretty never sure. been in a cave. Pretty sure I know somebody who ate her family in here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have a theory. It's the Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to make a history check to have a pretty strong idea where I'm at. Mm hmm. Um, well, you, uh, you continue to hear these voices and continue to wind your way through the cave. Um, may I make some sort of a uh, survival or perception check to follow the voices? You may. Would survival be appropriate? Do you want perception? Survival would be fine. 20. 20. Um, you can hear the voices, and you use that as sort of your guiding light, as, as you might say. Um, but what you actually are using to follow is um, the remnants of melted snow that have turned into little footprints as they wind deeper into the caves. Um As the, as the uh, storm hits its peak, it's going to be one more round of wisdom saving throws. Hey! 15 again. 15 again? Dave? Dave is lost he, like me. He's lost. Yeah. Oh, Dave's lost. Sorry, Dave got lost. Okay. Yeah, so like six. Six, alright. Um, You look around, Una, and realize it's just you, Valin, and Oyamantaruk left in the circle. Grith is gone. Kinsley must have followed his sister out into the snow. Um, Oyamantaruk is in some sort of deep meditation, trying to keep his calm. Valin is shakily trying to thumb through her spellbook, uh, but she's not lingering on any one page long enough to read it. She's clearly just doing it out of nervous habit. Um, these people haven't been inured to the snow and the silence the way you have. And as they are distracting themselves with their own coping techniques, you realize that three bodies have become four. And a companion is sat next to you by the light of your dress. Coos. You enter the final room in the cave. And there, um, sitting over um, what can only be described as a pile of meat, is a 14-year-old girl you're very familiar with. And a companion. And he is showing her how to eat. Kaylee, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you want to add any flavor to this? Yeah. Pepper, perhaps? Salt. <laughs> so, cumin? Put some basil in there, you know? It's a no, yeah, cumin. Um, cumin. Just 
No, I'm, I'm trying to think of how best she to word to. this. <laughs> I want to so badly. <laughs> um, do you know how many documentaries about the Donner Party I have listened to? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, the, uh... The pile of meat is just a pile of meat, and a short ways off is a pile of clothing. Um, if you happen to look at it the right way, or even, God forbid, take the time to look at it, you'll see, like... It's not necessarily butchered, but any identifying form or features have been cut or possibly scratched away so that you really can't tell without knowing you can't tell what this meat was, or perhaps who it was. And you linger on the edge of being able to see this sight, with Una clearly taking her first steps down the path that you met her on. And you hear the familiar female voice in your head going, This was not intended. This is not isolation. This is the interference of an outsider. Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Am I allowed to respond? You are. Okay. I would like to take a seat next to Una. Mm-hmm. And I would like to put my arm on her shoulder. And I say, uh, in the darkest of nights and in the coldest of winds, hope is a flickering light that will never fade. And in your darkest times, look to your family, but not your blood, but those who you've chosen on the road. Those are the spirits who will protect you in your darkest moments. Look to them for guidance and belief. Kuspalad gets inspiration. Una has passed the test of isolation. Um, those of you who failed, take 8d12, <laughs> take three levels of exhaustion, stand by to stand by, yeah, who failed, the, the ones that didn't have that conversation, everybody except for, um, Una, Una basically, um, and Koos separated himself, so actually, you know what, Koos, you're gonna have to be susceptible to this too, but, I'll take it. um, I gotta find the right chart. Where is it? Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, lizard. Yeah, Makati. <laughs> yeah, Rando. God dang lizard. <laughs> Dave, I made this for you. It's a sculpture that represents our love. <laughs> Define. <laughs> Supply! Supply! <laughs> Alright, everybody except for Una, give me a D100 roll. Oh, I would love yes, to do that. that's oh, my favorite kind. I haven't kind. done one of those in a while. How much loot am I getting, Brian? <laughs> How much loot are 76. you 76, fuck me up. I remember this. Oh, get it, girl, 22. Alright, um, 76. Um, for the next, uh, I'm going to use the same number for everybody. For the next 20 minutes, you, oh, this is appropriate, you feel the, uh, you experience the overpowering urge to eat something strange, such as dirt, slime, or awful. That's, That's just for Makati or all of us? That's, That's for you. Oh. 22. That's Makati. Yours is, um, you become incapacitated and spends the duration screaming, laughing, or weeping. Nice. Mm. What'd you get? 44. 44. Uh, you begin babbling and incapable of normal speech or spellcasting. Sweet. Is, is high bad? I don't know how high. 92. Oh. You're dead. <laughs> you fall unconscious. You're literally just catatonic. Oh, you're, you're uh, actually spared the worst of it. <laughs> and Una, as, um, as you slowly fade out of this one, it's not the sudden 
uh, yanking from one location to another through magic. This is more of a slow, gentle caress as you're left in the room with your party, um, all exhibiting signs of the overwhelming, crushing madness that you've been dealing with the last few years of your life, or a few months of your life, yeah. Um, The words that Kuspulad spoke to you in another time and another place bring you comfort, and you feel as though that kindness has given you the strength to push on just a little further. And now, with the rest of your party more or less incapacitated, it's up to you to watch over them. So you're unconscious. You're incapable of... Are you babbling, or are you incapable of... Like, are you just mute? I'm just... Uh, it says babbling. You're speaking in tongues, basically, is how I picture it. Shamala humala! Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, Zev okay. is probably just trying to make some sort of approximation of what Netherese sounds like, and it's not sounding... I'm it's eating it, dirt. It may as well yeah. be dirt. I'm just shoving handfuls of dirt into my mouth. I mean, you two are, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you two are making a bunch of noise. I, I'm trying to think what the most disturbing thing would be, and I think it's laughter because I've been such a grumpy asshole all campaign. Absolutely. So I think I'm just cackling madly, just oh god, I didn't like know rolling on my back and laughing, and like pulled way up to the ears on the smile, like Joker, uh, Joker face. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, my light up dress does not return to my inventory, right? That's just. Well, if you oh, had it, you okay. Have it. Okay. Yeah. Um, As a matter of fact, you're probably still wearing it. I've never worn it. Um, yeah, Una will uh, do her best to sort of, like, scoot everyone as close as possible, and then she sits down and starts playing her harp, because there's only... All she can do is watch over them and sort of wait it out. And as the uh, the minutes pass and you begin to regain your faculties... Um, you are sort of gently eased back into the harsh reality of the real world with the gentle sounds of heart playing. Um, from a girl in a light-up dress, you might mistake yourself for actually have died and gone to heaven, and there's an angel playing for you. But instead, it's just a creepy cannibal girl and her little magical instrument. <laughs> oh god, you've gone somewhere much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Purgatory. Uh, make, make it clear, like, the first moment that Makati realizes that, like, this is real life and I'm no longer compelled to eat dirt, I very quietly go, you know, excuse me, and I go in a corner and throw up all the dirt in. <laughs> oh, come yep. on, that's not the worst thing you could possibly eat. Yeah, I ate grandma, so... <laughs> Listen, at least, that, at least human meat provides <laughs> you sustenance. Orc. I ate dirt. Spoiled orc. Spork. Spork, yeah. Spork. I have pika, okay? Uh, nice, yeah. <laughs> well, pika uh, or pika? I thought it was pika. I, I, have pika. A, I have a little flavor injection thing I want to do. Oh, so, yeah. Since, oh, since I'm into being, grandma? Yeah. Um, since I'm being creepy and, like, laughing my ass off incoherently, uh, one of the things that you pick up on over the time, time that you are babysitting that nobody else is going to hear because they're also weird and catatonic uh, is that I am maniacally laughing about the funniest joke in the world being told by someone named Myla who is drowning. Hmm. That's creepy. I don't like that at all. I don't get it. Desperation. Yeah. Perspiration. I don't think you're supposed to get it. You're not supposed to get it. It hasn't come up yet. Okay. Uh, oh, that was like a like a D's nuts joke. No. <laughs> no. I, that actually that is the joke of my life. No. It's um. a character background thing that never came up. <laughs> Makes a gurgling sound. Just trying to gurgle in these nuts. <laughs> um. As Kus says that, uh, Una sort of moves closer to him, and, like, she can't really put her hand on him because she's playing a harp, which requires two hands. Um, but she'll sort of, like, sit next to him and just sort of, like, between strumming the harp, will sort of just pat him on the shoulder in an attempt to be, like... I mean, it's also very weird because, like, this is a grown-ass man who's sort of been one of the caretakers of Una, and it's being 14 years old and being the quote-unquote adult is a very weird flip-flop. As the madness subsides, 
you realize that the door emblazoned with the snowflake emblem, um, having been fully illuminated, now stands ajar. Uh, behind it is a giant-sized altar carved from pure ice and charred Resting atop it is a giant-sized tome that can only be the codicil of white. I have a couple of handouts for you, and then I believe we're going to have a little bit of uh, planning for next session, and we're going to call it there. Um, let me go grab my handouts, and I'll be right back. Marvelous. Dick outs. That's later. No, it's not. That's now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trials are fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that. Mm-hmm. That was very neat. Did we all feel like we had a chance to shine? I felt like we did a pretty good job passing it around. I've got half a page of paper. No money? Calm your tits. I was hoping for like 20 bucks. You'll get nothing and like it. That, that seems bold of you to assume. <laughs> um, this is perfect. Um, <laughs> who wants to be the first one to leaf through the codicil of white? Um, does make sense. She's the only one who's sane still. Yeah. Let me give you this part of it. That is way more than half a sheet. You lied. <sighs> I do that. You're a lying bitch. We bow to she who hold, who wears the crown. Let the world shiver with dread. Clad in winter's whitest gown, her snow enshrouds the dead. Her fury sheds but frozen tears as gray clouds issue forth. Her winds, her wind across the wasteland shears, bringing blizzards from the north. Ice-kissed flowers caught mid-bloom, beauty kept in all its grace. Summer's gone to its silent tomb, stilling her, stilling in her cold embrace. All the world in winter's white, sheathed in sleet and ice, set upon never-ending night, she conjures paradise. Behold her everlasting rhyme, see how it covers all. Weep not for those she traps in time, behind her glacial wall. Sovereign of summer's lost, general of winter's war, long live the queen of cold and frost, may she reign forevermore. Cool. I have one more handout. I feel a roll-off is called for to get the honor of reading it aloud. Twelve. Twelve. Seventeen. Seventeen. Twelve. Twelve. David? Eleven. Oh. It is torn. <clears throat> Anything. Other options. I beseech to my goddess, Foray, to contain this insanity before its infection could spread. And though she is cold and unfeeling as the ice in the sea, the impossible happened. She took pity on this world and showed it mercy. Now the Mithilar, the wizards, the whole damned city, lay where the horrors beneath can never escape. Underneath untold tons of ice in the glacier, my queen used to lay this folly of man to a peaceful, frozen slumber. The glacier formed so rapidly that I almost became part of the Frost Maiden's icy statuary. I found my way to the surface in a cave behind the waterfall that quickly turned to crystal. The last part of the glacier to freeze, this particular formation radiates a strong magical aura, the residual divinity of Oril's desolate miracle. Helgrim, 3348. That sounds like Aurel's being used to suppress the madness of the Shardalen, perhaps? Or the Netherese ruins inside the Red yeah. Glacier. Something in the ruins is obviously very bad, yeah. yeah. Is, has the Red Kid Glacier always been here? As far back as you know. Um, and with a history check, I might be able to give you some more info. Shall I make one, too? Ooh, 16! 16's pretty good. Disadvantage. Alright, so 12. 12. I live here. You do live here. Um, And you have unique education that might, you know, enlighten you on this. Do you you want to make a roll at all? Oh, what's the type of, sorry? Uh, She's asking about the history of the glacier. Oh. 10. 10. Uh, Um, Aren't you at disadvantage? (laughs) Less than 10. Six. Six. Um, all right, so Makati would know, and only Makati, that um, that the glacier, as far as anyone knows, the glacier has always been here. Um, 
However, in a time long before the history of even a human presence in the Dale, um, Icewind Dale was not a frozen wasteland. It used to be sort of a permafrost tundra. Mm-hmm. Um, like Alaska in the summertime. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Um, and sometime several thousand years ago, the snow began to fall and just kept falling. And since then, it's sort of been like this. And through a leap of logic, a short leap of logic, you can say, well, if the snow started then, then the glacier probably formed shortly after that. Um, you have no dates to back this up, no empirical data, but no, historically speaking, if you go back several millennia, no, the glacier was not always here, but it was a long time ago, like before anybody can remember. Okay. Uh, Forgotten Realms nerd here, mm. uh, calling in, first time caller, a long time mm. fan. Mm. Um, it's, go ahead, nerd. It's like the year 1400-something DR. Yes. What the hell timeline is 3348 that we would recognize? 3348 is, uh, I believe it's, I believe it was marked NY before. It's um, roughly 3,000 years before the Sundering. So like many, many, many thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah. So like potentially a period of time before... Second Sundering. I meant Second Sundering. Second Sundering was recent history. Yeah, yeah. So it's about 4,000 years ago. But so pyramids of Giza. Yes. But feasibly long enough ago in which a glacier may not have existed. Yes. Gotcha. Especially one created by a goddess, which is fantastic. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I, not that I know anything about how weather works, but I feel like if it got cold enough for it to snow for that long, there could be a big old icy thing that made it real cold that made the sky do that. And as I sort of alluded to, because of your unique history and upbringing, you have insight on this. Okay. And and y- yes, that logic tracks for you. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I share this with the group, because it would be dumb not to. Mm. And with the trials behind you and their effects still lingering, um, both physical and emotional and mental, um, you prepare to get on your feet and get moving again. You take your time to digest the information that you found. Uh, along with those two handouts, the book contains a myriad of other things that I just don't have time to get into in detail you know, the, the high holidays of Oriel, how they're celebrated, how they handle death ceremonies and marriage ceremonies and birth ceremonies and the blah, blah, blah of any religious tom. Um, these two things being the most pertinent to why you came here to find it. Um, as you um, prepare to get on your feet and get moving, you can hear um, directly over your heads, um, over the sound of the wind, the rustling of feathers and the beating of wings. And the screaming of what can only be a giant rock. Yeah, let's fight it. Oh, I was thinking a really big mosquito. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually a, 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 a Black Hawk helicopter. That's our that's Seal our Team level, Six. That's our here. level up in the sky, everybody. <laughs> Seal Team Six. Uh, I surrender. A real Team Six. A real Team Six. Ah, nice. She's a real one, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Just a real and a man.